0: said it because of his wet blanket energy <laughs> unhinged that's actually unhinged hello and welcome back to she's all batch i'm stephanie and i'm jackie and we don't care if you're here for the right reasons because we're just happy that
1: you're here so come join us as we talk shit about our favorite show All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so we talked last
0: week about the crazy ending on Joey's season. They're hyping it up like it's never happened before. And something suspicious happened on Instagram. So Joey posted a reel. It's kind of just poking fun at, like, he was so excited to be The Bachelor, but once he actually became The Bachelor, it was very emotional. It's like a cute little cheeky reel. But Something in the comment section was a little sus. You want to mm-hmm. read it, Jackie?
1: Sure. So Jason Mesnick commented on this reel and said, Oh, buddy, Ari and I will give you a hug. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Why, Jason, are you specifically saying you and Ari will give? What's his? F- we'll give Joey a hug. <laughs> See, no one can even remember his name. <laughs> we'll give Joey a hug when you and Ari are the only two people you have one very important thing in common, and that is that you proposed to someone else and did a switcheroo and got married to your runner-up.
1: Yeah, I think that this can only possibly mean two things. It can what? mean exactly that—that that that's what Joey does, and that's why—and maybe it's not exactly the way it played out with Jason or Ari, but it's alluding to something of. A girl that he sent home, he is now ending up with. Or they so badly want to throw us off our tracks that ABC was like, Hey, Jason, comment this about Ari and people will think that this is the thing that happens when really it's this. But I don't think ABC is that smart. So I think it's option one, right? There's only two choices here. They're trying to say something like it's leading you in one direction so that you think it's one thing when it's not. Or Jason, like, is so far removed from the show, he doesn't care about spoiling it, and he's just, like, Mm. trying to relate with poor Joey, who probably is going through a similar time that he and both Ari went through. I think it's
0: option one, obviously. Jason became relevant again after Ari's season. Like, they brought Jason back at the end of that season to speak on the situation because he was the only other person that had that exact experience. So maybe he thinks that, like, he and Ari went through the most difficult time. Like, it's weird to call out Ari, especially since Ari just commented separate and just re- relatable. Like, as a Bachelor, I relate to that. You go into it thinking it's going to be great, and then it ends up being, like, a really emotional roller coaster. Yeah. For Jason to call out Ari, could it just be that Jason hasn't, like, kept up with the rest of the times? And, like, Ari's the last Bachelor he remembers that had, no. like, a difficult time? it just seems too weird to me ari
1: is too specifically similar to jason's situation to just think that he's just like oh Ari's just the last bachelor he remembers because wasn't jason on a more recent season than that like i feel like they bring him back every now and then or wasn't he at the golden wedding like he he's been around yeah no i know but he's like the last bachelor i remember is ari so
0: i'm gonna say me and ari You could have just said, oh, buddy, I'll give you a hug. I know how it feels.
1: I was the bachelor. Right. The fact that he's specifically calling out Ari, which has such a unique experience to his own. Right. Leads me to believe Joey's experience will be similar, which makes me excited. I'm like, all right, give me a little messy mess. Please. I'm dying for it. But the only
0: thing that's throwing me is that they're saying what happens on Joey's season hasn't happened. So then in.
1: in I just wh- don't believe that sentence. <laughs> like, it's literally gonna be like. It's gonna be like he picks his runner up, but he waits till the show starts airing, as opposed to in the middle of the show. Or they did it over a pizza, as opposed to when Ari did it, he ate a sandwich. Like, yeah. it's just like so. I don't trust anything they say. I don't either. And two things that are popping out
0: to me as when they've said this before. One, Leia with the envelope at the After the Final Rose thing of charity <laughs> so season. Stupid. That night, they're like, something's gonna happen tonight that has never happened before. And that was that Leia got an envelope that she couldn't open. That's one. And then another time was during Katie's season and they said something happens that never happened before. And that was that someone comes mid-season and that's who she chooses. Because someone has had already come mid season, and that was Nick on Caitlyn's season. So they couldn't say that, but she didn't choose Nick. So in Katie's situation that was unique that only happened that one time so i think it can be something like super super specific like he does do a switcheroo but the switcheroo is a redhead and right and jason's
1: (laughs) girls did not have red hair so in this case it's brand new never forget the life-changing cruise incident of 2022 or 2020 was that 2021 i don't know i'm still scarred from it though right but i just simply can never forget it so They ruined all credibility with that stupid life-changing cruise plot line. I
0: think the credibility was out the window long before that, but I agree. That really just hammered it home. Hammered it home. We really don't give a fuck. And then, guys, <laughs> remember, I gave a cruise to someone. I changed someone's you life. You t-
1: actually changed a life
0: with a I cruise. I really they did. did not. If you're a yeah. newer listener or you don't remember, I, like, that night with the life changing cruise, whatever the cruise line was, they obviously had like a brand deal with them. And I tweeted at them. And they were literally giving away cruises on Twitter as well. And I'd messaged with them. And they gave me a freaking voucher for a free cruise. And I gave it to a listener. And I mean, it pays to listen to She's All bashed. You never know when you're going to walk out right. of here. We might be giving away another cruise, guys. You, you never, never know. So you always got to listen to the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, watch this space. I don't think it's ABC infiltrating. I think that's kind of random. But we were supposed to have Jason on our podcast a really long time ago. I'd be interested in circling back to that now and seeing what he meant by this. A little clarity. All right, moving on. So we do have another update on Caitlin and Zach. The last we saw them, they were at Zach's birthday party, dancing, having a great time. And now they are separately posting from the same place at the same time. And I feel like they're kind
1: of trolling us. For you guys, obviously, you can't see this on their stories. Like, Caitlin posted – first off, she posted in her picture – you can see, like, obviously, like, the stadium, but you can see a hot dog and two drinks. Okay, that is the definition of soft launching a relationship when you post that you're out somewhere and you see two place settings. You know what I mean? That hot dog looks so good, though. Sure. But, like, when you – have not hard launched a relationship yet. Like you, when you know someone's dating someone and they haven't like fully come out with it, they start posting things like, oh, they're out to brunch and you see that the person across from them, there's another place setting, oh, or right? Like, oh, they're out to dinner or like, oh, you see like a little something, something. So, the, so she soft launched, two drinks at this football game. And then Zach posted basically what's seemingly from the exact same angle. It's slightly different because in Caitlin's photo, you can see the little table area where she has her hot dog and her drinks. This is just of the stadium. You can't see like what's underneath, but people are like, okay, what are the chances? Both of you are sitting at the same football game with a similar angle. Like, you're mm-hmm. clearly there together.
0: What I don't get is, like, which is it? Because one minute we're fighting, like, leave me alone. Like, stop speculating about me and Zach. There's more to the story. But then, like, you know by doing this, you're getting right. people to talk. So I kind of agree with Morgan, who was on the podcast last week, and said, like... Caitlyn may be doing things to just, like, continue to keep her name in the headlines. Because if you really did want privacy with Zach until you figured out what you guys were doing, you wouldn't be posting things like this. And you're posting it cryptic enough that, like, if anyone were to question it, you could be like, I was just at a football game. I didn't do anything. But, like, you know what you're doing.
1: Yeah. So do you think maybe she just doesn't care anymore? And she's like, fuck it. People are gonna give me hate regardless. I think they're dating. I mean they and are. also too guys, in this episode, we talked to Kenny and Mari later on and oh, yeah. Kenny's good friends with Zach and we do ask him a little bit, obviously because he's a good friend. No, don't get don't spoil You'll it. See. Yeah, no, well, don't spoil Mari. it. Never you, you gotta listen.
0: Listen to the end. You also may win a free cruise at the end. So you never know. Yeah, we, yeah, you
1: never know. No, but
0: Kenny and Mari
1: attended Zach's birthday party, so yeah. So they have a little bit to say on the situation. And so after talking to them, after seeing this, like they're clearly dating. I think they maybe just don't care anymore. But then I guess if you don't care, come out, come out, come out wherever you are. But maybe it's still casual. Maybe they don't really know what they are yet.
0: I feel like Caitlin doesn't do casual. <laughs> She's a serial monogamist.
1: Yeah. I just think it's odd. Pick a lane. You know, like... I don't know. I th- But don't you think they wouldn't come out until they know it's like a long-term
0: thing? I don't know. Caitlin has to know that this is very close to doing just that. Like, she knows that people on Reddit are putting it together. They're both sharing the same story yeah. from the no, same 100%. angle. So, like, it's just as good as posting together. So why not just post together? I, it's just weird to me. And I wonder how long this, like game is kept up before they actually come out.
1: Probably she's gonna keep it up until we stop caring. Totally yes. Like, oh, it's obvious. And then they'll finally come out and like get another wave of attention. But as long as people are still going to like speculate and post this shit on Reddit, mm. she's going to keep doing it. And then when people are bored of it, because we've seen it a million times, then they'll come out as a, a couple. It's like Kylie
0: Jenner's baby name when she changed her son's name from like, wasn't mm. his name like Knight or something? and then Wolf. He, oh, Wolf. Why now do it's think it was Knight. It's Air. But she didn't <laughs> tell people his name for like nine months. And for like the first month, we really, really cared trying to figure out. Figure right. out what it is, trying to, like, whatever. No one cared. And then all of a sudden it's like, all right, fine. <laughs> we'll just tell you what the name is because you guys stopped caring. So I hear that. Mm-hmm. Interesting, though. Interesting. Watch this space. Or don't. I mean, I think we're going to find out in a matter of time regardless. For sure. All right, moving on. Um, have a little update on this Askin Drama So April Mm -hmm. was flat out asked in a question and answer box about the ask and drama. I do think it's ballsy of her to even put up a question box because like (laughs) it literally says, ask April, what do you want to know? Like, what do you think we want to know, April? Like what you ate for breakfast? We want to know why you're not friends with Susan, Kathy and Nancy. Well,
1: and also too, she could not post this question. Like when people put questions in your question box, like you can select which one you're going to repost and answer. So this clearly is very deliberate. Right. She wasn't forced to answer this thing about asking. (laughs) She looked through all the questions of the ones that also said, what'd you have for breakfast, April? What's your favorite color? And she picked, are you out the asking group? And posted it to her story with a response. So it's very deliberate. It's not as spontaneous as maybe these question boxes may appear sometimes. Right. And
0: interesting, in the... posting of this question, she shared a photo of herself from the Women Tell All, just herself. I would think if someone's asking about Askin, asking about Askin, you would post mm-hmm. a photo of Askin, the four of you, and then answer the question. If things were good, right. you would post for it. Right. You. But to just post yourself, I think that's a message all in itself. So mm-hmm. someone asks if she's out of the group, and she wrote, I have no comments about the girls from Askin. I wish them love and happiness. Then someone else wrote, do you not like anyone from your season? Again, another question you did not need to repost. She said, I'm not enemies with anyone. That's telling you something there. I see only lessons as people brought into each other's lives for a divine purpose. But that wasn't the question, April. It wasn't if you're enemies (laughs) with anyone. It's do you not like anyone? So I think the omission to that question means that, yes, she doesn't like certain people.
1: It's kind of funny to me. I feel like she's trying to take the high road, but also like is deliberately not taking the high road and, like, is doing these little seeds of, like, little digs. Right. Because, again, like, you
0: didn't have to post this one either. You didn't have to do a question box. You have to know that if you're doing a question box, people are obviously going to ask you about the show, and you're connected most in the show to that group of women. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any reconciliation here. Yeah. But perhaps if they end up doing Golden Paradise, this can unfold a little bit more. I would love that.
1: See? we think of everything good. Seriously. Like, could
0: this be ABC being like, okay, ladies, we need you to have a feud? Because then...
1: Oh, maybe. Well, I just don't think ABC's that smart or that good at what they do. But, like, if we were producing it, then yeah. Right. If we were ABC, if we were JSC, like, instead
0: of ABC, Jackie, Stephanie, C.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah, We (laughs) would be like, April,
0: we need you to, like, stage a feud because we need people to be more invested. We obviously Mm -hmm. still love all those women, but it's been a while since they've been on our show so you got to do something to keep people talking about it for sure
1: okay moving on guys we want to tell you about our newest little patreon episode so we did a where are they now villains edition so me and stephanie do a deep dive into all these villains and i think it's really interesting because a lot of these people especially if you've been treated with the villain edit of the show retreat back and go back to different avenues. They don't always stay in the limelight forever. So we do a whole, where are they now, of all different villains. Sinead, Kelsey from Crystal's the season. Like, we get some deep cuts in there. So Vienna from Jake's season, Tiara.
0: We kind of go through, like, the most memorable villains from The Bachelor. So it's all women. And we may do a Bachelorette villain episode if Mm -hmm. people want that but yeah go check it out at patreon.com slash she's all batch and we have plenty of other content there you can also get these episodes a day early and ad free Mm -hmm. if you sign up for patreon so lots of perks over there go check it out Moving on. All right, when you think of Jennifer Aniston, you think of one thing, her fabulous hair. And this episode is proudly brought to you by Lola V, aka Jennifer Aniston's award-winning hair care line.
1: So uh, not only do they have like amazing shampoos and conditioners, Lola V also has like an amazing glossing detangler and an amazing leave-in conditioner, which I've been putting in the leave-in conditioner after every single time I wash my hair. And I've definitely noticed a difference. It's just like soft and supple, like Jennifer Aniston's hair. I know, if you want your hair to look like Jennifer Aniston, and this is the closest we're
0: (laughs) going to get. So that's why I'm like obsessed with these products. There's also like um, a hair oil that I put on after I blow dry. So I have that like silky soft look. If you want to check out her line for a limited time, She's All Batch gets an exclusive 15% off your entire order at LolaV.com. That's L-O-L-A-V-I-E.com. And you're going to use code She's All Batch at checkout. And that's going to get you that deal. So again, that's LolaV.com, code She's All Batch for 15% off your entire order. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that She's All Batch sent you. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. Okay, guys, we're going to kick off Bachelor Encounters. That's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air. And what do you think about that, Jackie?
1: I would say it's like probably a good time, but like not sure. Stephanie, what do you think? I mean, I think it's a good time,
0: especially because Mm -hmm. we have an update. We have an update on a Bachelor Encounter. We have Fox Krista in the house wearing her Fox sweatshirt. And this is the Bachelor Encounter who submitted the story that she met Caitlin Bristow digitally and had a crazy first date story. Can you share a little bit more
1: context about what happened here? Yeah. And then also, though, for people, if you're just tuning in and didn't hear the last one, a brief summary of what you shared in your Bachelor Encounter last time. So what I had shared was just that I virtually met Caitlin Bristow over Zoom, and
2: she was super sweet, very kind, and it was one of those things, like, I was so nervous going on there, but knew once I talked to her that she'd be so personable, which was the case, and I thought that was hilarious when Morgan brought that up, like, that's why everybody likes her, because she just, like mm-hmm. you could tell she just has that energy, but, um, so she was just really kind, immediately, she was like, oh my god, you're so adorable, and just really sweet, really I went on her podcast for Vino's worst first date confessions. And the date that I had told about was that there was a guy who was jacking off in my car and he had a boot sock (laughs) fetish. So that's where all the questions come from. And that's why I'm here to elaborate. (laughs) Okay. So So we're on here to ask
0: a few more questions about like,
2: what? Like,
0: well, how did you meet the guy? What did you do on the first date that led to him jerking off? (laughs)
2: Okay. So I matched with this guy. This was like 10 plus years ago, by the way. But, um, so I matched with this guy on Tinder. I'm from Northern Michigan. So it was like a small town and he was the hockey coach for the opposing team that was playing like my home team that night And to avoid wasting time or anything like that. I was really quick to meet up. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to go meet this guy at this hockey game. And I was actually already going to go there so I get there and he's kicked out within like the first um, period for getting in like a fight with a ref or something and that should have been the red flag but I'd mentioned in Caitlin's like red was my favorite color I was in early 20s so he then gets kicked out and he has to like you know how like ice arenas have like the outside and then like you go in where like the bleachers and stuff is Yeah. Mm -hmm. so he's not even allowed in by the bleachers like we have to be like on the outskirts like where people would put on their skates you know Mm -hmm. and so he's like well do you want to just go for a drive and he he had ridden there on like a charter bus with his team. And so then I was like, yeah, I guess I can drive. And I had just gotten a brand new car. I was like 21 years old and worked my ass off for this. So I'm like, okay, and it's dead of winter. The roads were, like, sh- super shitty. So we're driving around what I said would have been, like, a 10-minute loop, but it was, like, 20 minutes because the roads were so bad. And so we're just, like, small talk. This is within, like, three minutes of this drive. I don't even know this guy. I couldn't even tell you his name today. And um, he literally just whips out his <laughs> – and starts jacking off. I swear no. to No. Ew. And not even make it up. What did you say? Well, I was just, like – um, I'm not that kind of girl. Like, I don't know what you're expecting. Like, and if I was ever gonna be that kind of girl, that was not the way to
1: make it happen. So that. But it's now, weird to me that he like <laughs> was not like he's not trying to make a move on you or anything. He's yeah. just like, Um, I'm just gonna like whip this out and like get this done real quick. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. Don't worry, yeah. I got this, Krista. You don't need to lift a finger. Yeah. I got this. <laughs>
2: I will carry this date. Like what I the will like on podcast ten years from now. It's fine. So, um, he's literally just, like, stroking his dick, and I'm, like, I'm not that kind of girl, and he says, uh, oh, that's okay, I didn't think that you were, I just thought you'd on a watch. Ew. Ew! And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm driving, hello? <laughs>
0: so, this th- is, like, um, like, sexual harassment, though. Like, yeah. you can't just, like, yeah. whip it out. Honestly, Did you
2: report like how did it end did you kick him out of the car I mean it was like 10 years ago so no one was really thinking like how we think today right but um I was so like timid and shy I didn't know what to do had that happened today that like would not have flown but I was just like so what kind of music do you like trying to flip the stations and he's like that's not what I'm trying to think about right now and I was like oh okay so then he starts asking me about like boot socks and he's like, I love women that get dressed up. And I was super dressed up that night because I was going to, out to the bars afterwards and I had on boot socks and he's like asking how many pairs I own. What colors are they? I Wait, boot socks, like socks that you wear in boots? Yeah, <laughs> like the socks that go over your boots. Remember when those were like a trend, like... Bad like podcast. leg warmers or like they would go over your boots just like a couple inches uh I know I what you're what talking you're about, about. And yeah, yeah, and some yeah. of them have like little like balls that hang off yeah or, yeah that's a shitty analogy but so yeah I don't know and then basically when we he's trying to ask me about boot socks loves women that get dressed up and the, the one of the first things I said was um you better not make a mess in my car. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's a brand new car. <laughs> car. Like that's the biggest takeaway from this whole thing is I was like no, like you're not nobody wants no. So then we get back to the ice arena and it's like he's like you should go park over here by the trees where it's really dark and you know no one's over there and I'm like mm, I'm just going to park right here so I like skirt him up to where it's like lit up like a christmas tree at like the front of the door you know and he literally tells me okay well I'm gonna go finish in the bathroom now <gasps> and I was like bye <laughs> like, you're kidding me okay he clearly thought- has
0: like serious issues this is yeah. okay it's so crazy because when you submitted the bachelor encounter you casually dropped like at the end by the way he <laughs> jerked off my car and he has a boot sock fetish and like we were laughing because I'm like wait This is probably like she found him in
2: his car later or like there was something that happened. This story is 10 times worse than what I even imagined. I know. I was laughing so hard. I was listening to that story or the bachelor encounter when I was at work and I was like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. You guys were so funny. Wow. Well, I'm really sorry that happened to you. Well, like who is his mother? Like why, why would anyone ever think that was okay? (laughs) Right. And Caitlin nicknamed him Jack, which is hilarious because in the podcast, she's like, we'll call him Jack for obvious reasons. And I was like, I don't even know his name. That went so over my head. Like, oh, I, and then I'm now I'm like, oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> like, so we can call Jack if you want. But OK, so I, Jack. Yeah, I saw him on Tinder like a few years later or one of those dating apps. And I tried to swipe right to be like, you are sick. And he never matched with me. He was probably like, that's that girl. How did Caitlin react to this story? Because you told her like
0: on a yeah. No preparation.
2: Yeah, she had no clue. Her jaw just like dropped like it was And you can see it, like on her podcast, she has a videoed, and it was just hilarious. She was just like, "Holy crap, I can't believe that that happened." And that was her producer's same reaction too: was "Oh my god, I'm so sorry that that happened to you." And I was like, "I mean, I'm not traumatized like now." Yeah. Funny thing is, I went to meet a friend at the bar afterwards, and she was like, "How was your day?" And I was like, "It was fine." And, oh, no. wow. and then like a month later when I finally told her she was like oh my god I was wondering why you're being so weird was
0: there ever a conversation when he's like I'm gonna go finish in the bathroom was there ever did he ever try to say like we should do this
2: again sometime or like no and that was something Caitlin had asked too like did you talk to him afterwards I was like I probably unmatched him in the parking lot to be honest yeah. with you like I don't really remember but wow well thank That's you for crazy. sharing this update no problem thanks for that having-
0: <laughs> Tr- Krista literally is going to work late so she can come on and give this update so we really appreciate your time hopefully your boss doesn't listen and, and hear this i'm sure that they don't okay good <laughs> <laughs> all right all well right. thank you krista we appreciate you and we'll you'll hear this in this week's episode sounds good thanks ladies have a good day bye thank you, you too we haven't done an update in a really long time. So that was nice to kind of get a little more context on the story. Crazy ass fucking story though. Um, yeah. The next one we have, someone writes, hi, I've been meaning to tell you guys how I met Ben Higgins and kind of Ashley I. Ben is an Indiana University grad, and that's where I went to college. It was my senior year this past January of 2023. And he and Jess came to IU for the weekend. He was at the bar that all the college kids go to. And of course, every girl was obsessed with him and trying to talk to him. When I had my moment to say hi, I went for it. I told him I was an almost famous podcast listener and he loved it. He told me how thankful he was for his listeners and appreciated them so much. Fast forward later into the night, my friend had bought him a shot. So we went up to him again and he remembered my name which I thought was so sweet. We started talking about Almost Famous podcast again. I told him that I was a huge fan of his, but that I said I absolutely loved Ashley. I. He said, "Yeah, she's awesome." One sec, and proceeded to hide his phone from me until he showed his screen and he was facetiming me. Ashley, it was insane. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and he was facetiming Ashley. <laughs> it's, it went on to another message, so oh. I thought it was a separate sentence. It was insane because she answered the call and I got to tell her how big of a fan I was of her. It was such a fun night, and I was so thankful I got to meet them. Then on their next podcast, they shouted out Michaela from Indiana University for being a great listener of the podcast. I absolutely freaked
1: out. Such a fun experience. And I love She's All Batch so much. Thank Thank you, you, Michaela. (laughs) Maybe she thought she was like hyping up Almost Famous too much. She had to (laughs) put in there like, oh, and by the way, guys, I also really like you too. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Um, Well, Fatspa's amazing. We know that. And Ashley's amazing. So no surprises here. I feel like
0: that's something that we would do though if like we met afat out in the wild like we would want to facetime the other ones to like for sure I don't know, it's just yeah. so cool i'm sure ben appreciated hearing that like you loved almost famous more than you loved watching him on the bachelor mm-hmm. you oh, know because yeah, it's absolutely. more it's more personal all right cool Yeah, awesome experience there and shout out to michaela from indiana university <laughs> on our podcast <laughs> Okay, next one. Bachelor Encounter. I just ran into John B. from Charity Season at a new restaurant in Flatiron. It's like C O Q O D A Q. Do you know that place, Jackie? What is it? C-O-Q. Wait, C-O-Q-O-D-A-Q, And it's all capital letters. It's probably like Cockadwock. And, like and I'm just, <laughs> I I, feel why like it's, it's definitely <laughs> not that. But
1: uh, sure. Yeah.
0: Okay, it's, it's a new restaurant in Flatiron. Okay, I'll you go check, check it, it out. We had a reservation, but our table wasn't ready, so we stood over to the side. I looked over to my right, and he was standing right next to me, also waiting for a table. He was really, really cute in person. I always loved him on the show, but he's definitely a good vibes, adorable guy. I didn't say anything because I was with a large group. It was super busy, and he was with a few friends, but I creepily observed from a few feet away, he's looking like a normal dude just smiling and having a good time. A couple hours later when we left, he was still there hanging out in the bar area with his buddies, came across as such a normal guy on a Friday night with a couple friends.
1: Wow. I give you props for being able to recognize John B. from Cherokee Season. because <laughs> I, as as I literally I don't know who that is. Googling John B. Charity
0: season. He probably is just a normal guy on oh, Friday night. Oh, I remember him. Night. You remember can, him. Can I see? Yeah, we liked him. Do you remember him? No, but it's oh, okay. He's super cute. Um, I'm not surprised that he was a, what did you call him? A <laughs> good vibes, adorable guy. <laughs> yeah, he, that's definitely a good representation. Those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at cheese all Batch and we may read it next week. You never know.
1: Never, ever, ever. Never.
0: Never. Jackie, are you wearing your Honey Love bodysuit right now? It looks fabulous.
1: Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah. I've told you guys about this a lot. I wear my Honey Love bodysuit probably like once every other week. It's the perfect way to just like if you don't know what to wear, oh, bodysuit and jeans, bodysuit with sweater and jeans. Um, so it really just goes with everything, especially now that I'm going back to my office. It's good to have like some staples that you can rely on. Honey
0: Love has the best bodysuits, they have the best bras. They've like truly revolutionized the bra game so you don't have to deal with like that uncomfortable underwire without sacrificing support. I just love Honey Love for like everything they have to offer, but with their bras specifically, they're so comfortable. I never want to take them off. Like I all Sunday was just wearing my Honey Love bra and I didn't even feel like I I was wearing a bra. And we want you guys to experience Honey Love as well. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash she's all batch 20. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash she's all batch two zero. All right, Jackie, I think it's time to
1: get back in that recap room for old time's sake. What do you think? (sighs) For old time's sake, I suppose I can find myself in the room yet again. Here we are. I just redecorated it. It looks beautiful. Oh, I like the candle you got. It
0: smells so good. Oh, thanks. It's called Rose Whisper. I got it purposely for the recap room to really set the mood, the vibe. Mm -hmm, mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: I'm getting that. Good, good. So let's get into episode two of Joey's season. I'm annoyed.
1: I'll just come right out and say it. For so many many reasons, but for specifically, because, okay, just to give you guys a little bit of backstory without getting totally into it, I said this in the Facebook group. I was feeling a little burnt out. I didn't really want to recap Joey's season, but the, pe- the people had spoken. And now here I am recapping. And so I'm watching, getting to know these ladies. Um, I obviously watched the first episode as well, but I was really like loving Lauren. And I'm like, wait, this girl's funny. Like, I like her. Mm. She's fun. And then she goes home. Are we fucking kidding? The one girl I liked went home. So- yeah, it, it was cool. her time, though,
0: to be honest. No, it like, wasn't.
1: She, episode I, two was not her time. I think she's
0: someone that would have just kept struggling on the show. I hear you, though. She was funny. She kind I of enjoyed gave me, her. like, even, like, Wow vibes. Yeah. Like, she seems like she's just, like, a good time at a party. Like, doesn't give a fuck. Right. I, I liked that. But, yeah, I wasn't too surprised. They also set up the beginning of the episode showing that little conversation she had with Joey. That's, like, their new thing. They're like, look, guys, we're going to put the teaser (laughs) in the beginning.
1: Yeah, but I didn't know it it would mean that she would be going home. Yeah. And they wouldn't keep the sisters around longer. I get that this was a situation, like, Joey wasn't the one sending her home. Like, it really was her choice, but... Yeah, uh, missed opportunities, I think. I know. I did
0: like Lauren, but I love that when she did leave, though, at the very end, she's like, maybe I'll see you on at hometown. So I'm like, that is such a weird thing to think about when it realistically... Oh, yeah. You were <laughs> dating him and you're basically saying, well, if you end up wanting to get engaged to my sister, maybe you'll come to my house and meet me then. That won't be weird.
1: Yeah, but that's what I respected about her being there is that, like, she was there for the plot, right? Like, she was there because mm. it's, like, funny to go on The Bachelor with your sister. She had no interest of, like... Like dating Joey for real. And I respected the realness. Yeah.
0: What did you um, think about this wedding dress group date? Because when I first saw the promo, I was like, okay, how many times are we going to do the wedding dress photo shoot, which is what I thought it was going to be. So they're like, okay, we can't do that. How do we change it up? So they're all going to wear wedding dresses and whoever like acts like the best bride wins a dance with Joey.
1: This is what I thought about the state overall. Like, yes, we've seen flavors of this for our entire lives. I was so happy, though. This was the first time ever on this show I actually recognized the song they were playing. And I'm like, wow, the budget. They spent all their budget. Oh, wait, it was Michael
0: Bolton. I know,
1: like a real person, a real person with a real song that people know. Wait, you know what's so funny? The
0: other day, I was literally out of nowhere singing, um, how can we make love if we can't make amends? And that's Michael bolton so you knew and my husband was like are you really just singing michael bolton out of nowhere and i'm like i don't know it was just in my head Mm -hmm. you know when like you hear a song like half on the radio and then like you randomly sing it later yeah i had one of those so i appreciated seeing michael bolton because clearly he was on your mind on my mind
1: always yes (laughs) yeah love a good michael bolton song i just like couldn't believe i knew the song i'm like it wasn't some random country artist that we've never heard of? Well, that was later with Bahama. Who's yeah, yeah. Bahama? No, there's no way to know. <laughs> no <Nobody>
0: knows. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, so this date, I guess who could be the best bride kind of threw me. Like one girl got to like eat a cupcake with him. Another mm-hmm. girl got to, I think it was Maria, got to mingle with the guests. But like, are you really showing Joey what kind of bride you can be when the guests that you're mingling with are paid actors slash strangers, I'm a good mingler, but I'm sure if I was talking to a table full of people I don't know, I, I don't know how good at mingling I would be. Props to Evelyn for diving over the table Wait, during... I
1: said, Evelyn, what the actual fuck? Because I <laughs> okay. thought it
0: was too much. Sorry, Evelyn, but... No, I know. I think she's so freaking stunning. I just want her to stay on the show. I think she deserves more screen time. But this is the girl that night one was crying because she didn't talk to him. Then day two, she's diving over tables to get to sit next to him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird that Lauren and Maria, who ended up getting next to him... Didn't fucking move over. Like, Evelyn literally, clearly embarrassed herself. And, like, let her, she earned it. Let her sit next to him. It doesn't actually matter who sits next
1: to him, ladies. So one of you could have been like, all right, Evelyn, you earned it. No, I think the lesson here is, like, never dive over a table for a man. It's just not going to go your way.
0: Yeah, I don't see Evelyn really making that strong of a connection with Joey, but I really do appreciate the effort. I really do. I thought it was a bit too eager Sure. Like, girl
1: you gotta leave a little mystery you gotta leave him wanting more um, Yeah, she's not doing the subtle game <laughs> right but like, i'm not i'm not saying it's not she needs to play much. hard to get a little bit you know but like it's
0: people like evelyn that keep me interested in the show for sure i don't want to watch a bunch of people just eating cupcakes like oh actually i keep referencing the cupcake thing jess is the one that actually gets to eat a cupcake with joey mm-hmm. i thought it was interesting that the crowd started clinking their glasses and yelling kiss which i feel is once again setting jess up to be the villain because it's like mm. – they didn't yell kiss during any other moment when any of the other girls were with him and obviously they can control when the crowd yells kiss because they are told when to do it Jess is going to ride this villain wave out and I think she's going to turn into like a real villain
1: oh really see I'm seeing it more from Maria I think but I love
0: Maria no I I love love her too I think
1: she's been great but I think they're kind of setting her up yeah but I think Maria's a better I said this in
0: my my Stephanie solo summary but I think Maria's doing a better job at like whatever This villain thing is because, like, you still want her around. Whereas Jess, I could take her her, or leave her. I don't even know who Jess is. To be perfectly honest, Jess is the one that looks like, um, well, Hannah Brown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's so funny is too. Night one, I posted something that Jess looks like Hannah Brown. Every single comment said no, so I deleted the post. Then tonight, I'm like, I'm gonna do it again because I'm really doubling down. I feel strongly about it. And then tonight, everyone's like, Yeah, she does. And I'm like guys do you know that like our google alerts were on like from our um pr assistant and i was like checking the emails and we got a google alert for that fucking meme and it said in an article but it said yeah like fans are saying that jess looks like hannah brown and blah 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 even she's all batch posted about it but then she deleted it i'm like (gasps) Oh, my That's, God, they called you out. I was
1: like,
4: what?
0: <laughs> then I was like, wait, that makes me feel like maybe they saw the meme. Then they were like, oh, we should write an article about this. They start uh-huh. writing the article, and then they're like, fuck, she took it down. We have to now at least reference it, because, or else why would you even
1: reference it? Yeah. It's weird, right? I think it just goes to show you always have to stay true to yourself, Stephanie. You can't just, just let like, the haters get you down and delete that. I know. I shouldn't let the
0: haters stop me from doing my thing. For but- sure. In that case, I wasn't married to the meme. Like, I wasn't, like, mm-hmm. sold, so I was okay. Tonight, I did a better job,
1: and it did better, so I was like, okay. Doesn't Jess look like her name should be Bailey? Bailey. Just ge- in general, sure, yeah, okay.
0: No, thanks. I could say that. I like that <laughs> name, Bailey. I, it just it's giving like Southern girl. I don't know. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Rachel is the one that wins best bride. She mm-hmm. gave a toast, and apparently that stuck out to Joey, so she got to slow dance in front of everyone. She also got a kiss with him in front of mm-hmm. everyone. Beautiful. And I believe she was the first one that got the rose in the rose ceremony. So I think Rachel's someone he really likes. Definitely a gal to watch that's for sure but maria my eyes on maria she's the most entertaining to me for sure yeah what is up with her changing out of her dress because she can't breathe in it and she comes back in like a lacy
1: bra outfit thing i know i was gonna ask you about that do you think that was planned or like like what was the deal with that because she knew, like if it really was a situation of you're like oh shit i picked the wrong dress today like i this is a corset top i can't breathe I feel like you would have known that before you left the mansion. Yeah, and, like, I thought
0: originally she was coming out in, like, a bikini and that there was maybe a hot tub nearby. And she's like, oh, surprise, I'm taking you to a hot tub. But the fact that she just came out... Like that wasn't I think it? Was
1: really a bikini? Like no, that was her
0: it, dress. I realized that after, Uh-oh. but at first when I saw that, I mean, that was a lot of like. That's not just like your belly hanging out a little. Like it was fully her entire no, it torso. Was a choice. It yeah. looked like a like a bathing suit. It looked like mm-hmm. maybe something Teresa would wear with Gary after the fantasy suite. No, date, she's to be full long
1: sleeves. Her bathing suits don't show her stomach. That's, that's for true. sure. She's yep. long sleeved, fully in a jumpsuit, um, but open legged. Right, is, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't really, like, understand – like, that has to have been a move, right? Like, that had to have been planned just to, like, rile people up. I mean, she looked great. So it's like, wear whatever you want. Like, if I had her body, like, I would wear something like that too. I just – I don't get what they were trying – like, were they – it just seems like they were trying to get her to ruffle people's feathers for people to be like, ew, you changed your outfit into something hotter.
0: But people did ask, they're like, why are you in different clothes? You have to consider, though, why did she have an extra outfit? Right, like, no, that's you, what I'm saying. You would have like, to and it was right it. there. And just yeah, when no. you
1: were sitting down with Joey, you're like, time for my outfit change. And then it was like literally right in the other room ready for you. There's like a stylist ready to put it on you. It was, no, like a quick was change. No, this was a producer thing. Yeah, no. It reminded me of like a bride that wears like five wedding dresses in her mm. wedding.
0: Like she has to leave the room and come back in a new outfit. Um, yeah. I didn't, as much as I love Maria and her antics, and it seems like Joey does too, I didn't like get this moment. I didn't understand what she was trying to do. She looked hot in the original. Outfit too. You don't need to like wear a certain outfit to look hot. So, yeah,
1: I think it was more to rile up the girls, and the producers were telling her, No, you should wear this one. It's so hot. And then, like, it is. But I think they were trying to more get the girls' reactions of, like, why is she wearing not a shirt? Well, it fell kind of flat then because, like, she was asked once and then, like, no one cared. Unless right. I missed that.
0: Did I miss that?
1: No. And I was kind of living for Lauren, just being, like, so dry, like, oh, good. Love that for you. Yeah. I love her. Now she's no, gone. She's someone that we would get, like,
0: wine with and she would just be so fucking funny. Or, like, give really good life advice that's kind of like a, like, yeah. whatever, who gives a shit, it doesn't fucking matter type vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I miss her already. I miss her. Maybe, maybe we will see her at hometowns. Maybe, maybe we will. We definitely will see her in paradise. Like for sh- sure, the sisters will go together. And we definitely will see her on She's All Batch podcast one yes. day. Yes, I don't know if it's the fact that she's a sister, but she was reminding me of Ashley Ikinetti's sister. Her yeah, sister no, she was, was also like super dry, sarcastic, super hot. Like I, it mm-hmm. was the same kind of yeah. Can you explain to me the drama with like the 31 year olds? I didn't really get it. <laughs> I really don't get it either. I think Maria did such a good job at handling it though, because it was so stupid. So, yeah. Medina is 31. Mm-hmm. She's the oldest in the house, which is crazy. And Maria doesn't think that Medina should be insecure about that, as Maria is one of the other older ones in the house at 29. All Maria apparently said is, I'm old too, which Mm -hmm. I think, I guess people were taking that to mean that she was saying that. To say I'm old too means that you're calling Medina old. That's the only thing it could be, because yeah, I'm like, but what else like, was? She didn't mean it like
1: that. I know. Like, I really think she was just trying to be like, hey, like I also am a similar age to you, and I think we're both hot and great, right? And that's all she was basically saying. For that to
0: kind of carry on that long, I was like. We're reaching here a little. I think we could do... If we're going to manipulate some drama, I think we could do a better job, maybe in episode three. But Medina's, though, outside in the front of the mansion, fixing her, like, picnic blanket that she clearly has set up for... Like, Mm -hmm. I was watching her as Maria's walking. Medina's on the ground just, like, folding over the blanket, getting ready for Joey. What I think happened is producers were like, Medina, go out front, get your blanket ready. Joey's going to come out, and you're going to have your time with him. And then they're like... Maria, go outside. Medina's Mm -hmm. right there. And then, because like, Medina's like, I'm waiting for Joey. Like, she definitely wasn't expecting that. I liked that Maria cornered her, though. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, I guess I just didn't really understand why
1: it was even a thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't have been. Wait, but after the um the bridal date though just gets the group date rose from Joey, I thought it was really well, just like opened up about um how she was cheated on in the past and like mm-hmm. struggles that she had and she got emotional. And Joey has been really receptive to tears in this episode. For anyone sure. anyone that cried or or opened up about something, he was like super receptive. Not like um Ari. Like he was very he was like a better yeah. listener, you know? Yeah. He keeps telling everyone, take their time. I'm here. It's okay. Like, he's very comforting. Mm-hmm. So Jess, like, opens up to him. They have, like, a sweet moment. I don't feel it with Jess. I don't buy his connection with Jess. And I wrote down a quote he said. He's And I watched it three times because I was I was confused by this quote. He said, I've got zero doubts that Jess is very interested in me possibly being her person. So I'm very happy with where things are with Jess. That seems like something you would say about a girl you're not that into. because. You say, Jess is interested in me possibly being her person. Meanwhile, Daisy, you're like, I feel such a strong connection with yeah. Daisy. Like, there's, it's just such a different way to talk about someone. You're saying that you have no doubt that she likes you. Mm-hmm. Which I'm assuming as the bachelor, like,
1: clearly feels good. And I know he'll probably, he probably wants to know that people are, like, there for him and seeing him as desirable. But yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that means he's probably not that into her.
0: Yeah. So moving on to Daisy, though, she gets the mm-hmm. only one-on-one date, the first one-on-one date of the season. Yeah. Now looking back, I wrote down what the date card said. I want a love that hits all the right notes. And I'm like, why weren't they singing? Was that <laughs> just solely because they saw Mr. Bahama and in... Is, what's Maybe. his name? Bahamas? Bahamas? Who is that? Like I said, there's no way to there's tell. There's no way to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was confusing. I also thought it was, like, a little fucked up of the producers, but I guess, like, you know, what else is new... Because she had mentioned at one point when they got into the helicopter, she was really worried about her implant, like, working when she had the headphones on. And that would have kind of had to force her to, like, have this conversation before she was ready. The producers knew that, obviously, when they are like, Mm -hmm. ooh, let's put her in the helicopter date and maybe she won't be able to hear and she'll have to be able to talk about it. And I just think that's, like, really low and fucked up for a girl who clearly, like, went through something incredibly difficult and she was really stressed about talking to Joey about it. Yeah. But that's a big deal. Like, that's a medical thing. Like, guys... Yeah, Some and like
0: up. it was the helicopter, but then also he brought her to a festival where there's like a concert, and she couldn't really hear all that well, so she had to. Right,
1: like they're they're like doing it on purpose to like, and and I I know like what else is new? Of course, they literally do this to everyone, but I just feel like is there no line? No, there's clearly not. there's not. Yeah, I was bummed that they
0: ordered like matching sweatshirts in the very beginning, but then we don't get to see them get the sweatshirts
1: or wear them. I
0: wanted to know what they
1: were. Oh, I. <laughs> i I I can't have any interest in those sweatshirts i hope unless they're she's all batch sweatshirts then like i literally don't care we don't know they could have been they could have been you're so right they probably were she's all batch sweatshirts but they did not want to promote us on abc yeah that's why they're not wearing the (laughs) sweatshirts he's like "Um, yeah i'll
0: get two no wet blanket energy sweatshirts please thank you yeah
1: that's exactly what it is oh we should send some to joey okay guys for the record i am unspoiled I think it's pretty obvious that Joey is very into Daisy after this date. And I sent Stephanie a TikTok today that Daisy made. And it's to the song, it's the Hannah Montana song, One in a Million. And she's basically just like, it's all pictures of like her and Joey. And she's just kind of like mouthing the song. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really weird thing to post if he would be engaged to someone else right now. If he was Mm -hmm. with anyone other than Daisy, like... That's a bit much. Like, I get that she has to contractually post about the show, but normal people just post, like, a couple little photos Mm -hmm. and then say, like, wow, tune in at 8 p.m. on ABC. Right. To be posting, like, like the lyrics to... I'm going to... Hold on. Let me pull up the lyrics. I was about to start singing it, but... No, sing it for us. They say that good things take time. Yeah. (laughs) It's Clayton's Corner. Yeah. How did I get here? I turned around and there you were. I didn't think twice or rationalized because somehow I knew there was more than just chemistry. I mean, I knew you were kind of into me, but I figured this too good to be true. They say that good things take time, but really great things happen in a blink of an eye. Thought the chances to meet somebody like you were a million to one. I cannot believe it. Oh, you won one in a million. How is she allowed to post that if she
0: does win? I, I will say, too, PSA, be careful in those comment section, guys. Like, people are savage. You probably saw on my Instagram that I, like, kind of scolded. The people that just, like, openly post spoilers, I actually got two separate messages that actually contradicted themselves on who Joey picks. So I don't believe anything I'm seeing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think people are being assholes in the comment section. But still, it's never nice to get unsolicited comments that say, by the way, this person wins, or by the way, like this person gets sent home after the date or whatever. Like I posted about Leia and the envelope and all I said was, it was before night one, and all I said was like, guys, we finally get an answer to what's in the envelope. Like there was no, I wasn't asking. And someone literally messaged me and said, "Um, she gets the option to uh, steal a date and then she throws it away.
4: And I I wrote
0: back and I was like, I wasn't asking. Like what right. makes you think that that that's a normal thing to do? And like the spoiler comment was um, that someone wrote on my page was on a post where I said like Joey's season was dramatic is going to be dramatic, but it's never going to be as dramatic as Peter and Barb. Mm-hmm. Where in that post do you see the opportunity to tell me? Who he ends up with. So, guys, don't be that person. Get prepared to be blocked if you are. But yeah, also, whoa. for, like, all the normal people, who I hope is, like, the majority of our listeners, just be careful in the comment sections because literally mm. no one gives a fuck anymore. I know. But I do agree. I think Daisy's a front runner. I think Lexi's a front runner. Lexi's someone I called out night one. I have a crush on Lexi. But he also has a crush on her because she told him, like, she has a crush on him and he... Reciprocated that. Mm. And then they, she was the one that did like the weird painting of him. Okay. I didn't love that moment, but like she's really pretty and cute. For sure. So I liked her. I can see that. I liked Lauren and she's gone now. I know. I, I know. She was a front runner. She'll come back.
1: She'll come back. Maybe no, she, she wins. Will and she comes back. <laughs> I heard Joey picks Lauren. I'm just going to go write that in all the comments. He changes his mind after and then is like, "Ugh, I should have told her to stay." Mm-hmm. Night 2. Um what did you think about the group date with Jubilee and Demi hosting? Cuz I have thoughts. Oh, you have thoughts. I would love to hear them. I I didn't I don't want to say like I didn't care about it, but I definitely didn't like it. I was like mm-hmm. Well, you know that was my exact reaction. You know how I
0: (laughs) fast forward traders challenges? Yeah, I was like, this is kind of on par with that. Like, I don't really need to see the challenge part. Like, I'm just gonna kind of go on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I was more confused about like I don't get why ABC like gets off on bringing back alumni for irrelevant reasons. Like they brought back Demi and Jubilee, two girls from like two different times of The Bachelor. Obviously, also. Don't explain why they're there. Jubilee's amazing. I've tried to get her on the podcast before. I've slid in. Demi, we've yeah. had on the podcast before. Yeah. Love her. Was so happy that she got to go back on the show. I don't get why ABC thinks that we need that. That didn't make the date either. more interesting. And they do it all the time. Like Caitlin Bristol coming back on the Golden Bachelor, or hosting some group date. Like... If there's no reason to do it, I don't really get... Especially if you're going to choose two people who have nothing to do with one another, other than the fact that they're alumni.
1: Yeah. Do you think they think it makes us want to tune in more? Or if people aren't really watching, they're like, oh, but like Demi's on, so let me watch. clearly. Yeah, but I don't think that's true. Oh, so then we find... So then like, I don't
0: know, they're throwing paint at each other. I don't think it really mattered. I didn't... I don't think the paint actually meant anything. They were just throwing paint. It didn't... But it wasn't like, oh, you got hit with paint and you're out. Like right.
1: people got hit with paint and kept running. And I'm like, I don't fucking know what's going on in this challenge. Yeah, it was giving traders challenge for sure. It was yes. this time I looked at my phone. Yes, exactly. Um, but
0: but I thought one interesting twist is that it wasn't just that the winning team got to be with Joey. Mm-hmm. One person from the winning yeah. team got to be with Joey, which I thought, like, okay, finally, let's yeah, that's spice, a little fun. spice it up. Edwina is the lucky chosen one and she really connects with Joey. She also cries and he's like super um empathetic with her, wipes her tears. And I then know, she, He's so nice. And then she gets uh the group date rose.
1: Slay. Slay for you, girl. Ugh, oh, Joey's such a cutie sweetie. He what? is growing on me, what? I will say. What? <laughs> I know. Are you coming faking? from me? You'll never know. Am I faking or am I being real? No, but uh, tell um, me. Are you faking? No, I actually am. I am liking him more these days. He's a cutie sweetie. Okay. I went from hating him yesterday to saying he's a cutie sweetie today. Who knows what I'll say tomorrow. He's also hot as fuck though. I'm sorry. Okay. Th- I'm sorry. No, he's not. Everyone <laughs> thinks he is. You are in the I minority. I don't agree. You're he's wrong. He's not Tyler Cameron. Like, let's get real people for I a think second. you need to like chill
0: on t- Tyler Cameron. Like, I don't not, think so. He's not the end all be all. And like you look. Literally. Do you think he's
1: the hottest person ever to be on the show? I don't want to be mean. Okay, then. Wait, why, okay, fine. Why? Fine, out. Fine, out. You're allowed on. to disagree or have a different – it's just a personal no, preference. I'm not being mean to you. I mean, I don't want to be mean to it's Tyler. Tyler Cameron, yeah. I, I was going to say
0: he's the hottest person to ever be on the show until he talks. I oh. think that's where he loses some points. I, see and th- I think th- that's, that's where, fair. I think that's where other guys could maybe – you know, mm-hmm. I'm a personality hire. So I, I want the guys that bring a little bit more
1: to the table there. Although I do like abs. I will say, though, I don't think Chris Souls is a good talker. Today. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's also another one who's like, corn, 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 mm-hmm. corn. That's all that comes out of his mouth.
0: All right. Well, you're officially out of the giveaway <laughs> contest, Jackie. Also, guys, if you submitted your entries for hashtag corn giveaway, we're just really taking our time going through mm-hmm. all the entries. Someone's yeah. going to win though soon. Stay tuned. Soon.
3: Soon, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. If he does come back on the podcast, I wanted to title the episode hashtag corn giveaway. Well, he'll come back if you ask him. He's a man of few words, I will. Except when he talked to us, he had a lot of words. But, yeah. like, someone on Twitter did say, they're like, we had to watch like 75 scenes of Zach Shalcross in the shower. But when Joey had his shirt off during the like paintball date, he's like, oh, I'm going to put my shirt back on. Like, no, we want to see your abs, Joey. Like, let yeah. it out. Let it hang. Yeah. Yeah. So that wraps up episode two. How do you feel? Next episode, it looks like Maria starts feuding with s- yeah. some girl. I, I see her face in my head, but I don't know her name. I feel good, I would say. I've enjoyed this chat. So let me blow out the candle. If we're going to get out of the room, I want to practice safe fire Things. i know but
1: can you instead of blowing it out can you put the lid on it so that the flame just extinguishes because i don't like the smoky smell obviously
0: i will do that Thank yes you so <laughs> much
1: i have friends that like think it's weird that i do that i do that all the time to cover it yeah i well i like to i because i do it because i don't like the smoky smell i just want to like shut it off same um but then they're they always yell at me they're like that's this is why you never know if you left candles on in your apartment or not because you need the blowing out and the smoky smell to like mentally know you blew it out yeah Tell that to my straightening iron. I take pictures of that, too. Do you yeah. do that? Like, when you leave for the evening, I take oh a picture God. of, like, the socket being unplugged. I take a picture of the straightener. Sometimes I take a picture of my hand on the straightener to prove <laughs> to myself that it's cooled <laughs> down already and it's not still hot. Yeah. No, I I used to actually say, like, things
0: out loud. I would say— Oh, no, I do that,
1: too. Okay, we have OCD, like, actually.
0: I would say—I haven't done it in so long. I used to do it when I lived in my old apartment, but I would say— um, Something like turning off. I say
1: my straightener is off. I'm closing my bathroom door because I have to close the bathroom door. Otherwise, my dog gets into it or whatever. But like... Little things. Um, I don't know. I'll say turning off, standing up, good
0: to go. Because I would turn it off, but then I would stand it up because it would still be mm. hot. So I wouldn't. I didn't want to put it away. So I'd put it right, but I'd have to stand it up, and then I'd say good to go, and I that would like stick in my head. But it's not foolproof because sometimes I'd be like, did I say it or not? It's the same yeah. thing with like my anxiety medicine. I'm like, did I already take this? There needs to be mm. something that you do
1: to prove to yourself that you took it. <laughs> okay, Stephanie, they have like pill bottles where it says, like, I I actually have to start doing that with my medications because I would forget and then take it twice. But just put it in the little pill bottle and then you can look and see, oh, did I take it on Monday? Mm. Is it there or is it not there? All right. Maybe I'll look into this. That is is a good contraption. I actually think that's worth buying. Can you, um while, before
0: we get out of this recap room, can you address the hater that said that you were leaving reviews about oh. our recaps? <laughs> I just love this visual
1: of Jackie purposely leaving us good reviews. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's someone who wrote a a mean review to us that basically said that all the good reviews are just me, or in parentheses, (laughs) or maybe Stephanie, and I'm just, like, writing them, and they're all fake. Guys, that's not true. Obviously, you know that's not true. That's, like, a silly thing to even have to debunk, because it's like, huh, what? Do you think I have that kind of time? I also don't think it's, like... Even I also don't possible. think I can make that many usernames no, on you Apple can't.
0: Podcasts. I don't to think you can. keep doing five
1: stars, yeah, yeah, no. So. So, silly, so silly. we had to debunk that one. Yeah, those were all authentic. You still have to send me some raw. of
0: the, some of the good ones.
1: I will. We actually got a slew of like really good ones. um last week or the week before it was like 10 in a row yay thank you and if you are one of the
0: ones that wrote one we love you also who we love did you see the tiktok i sent you sorry we're we, we will get out of this room one sec did you <laughs> which one the TikTok, you sent me like four tiktoks a day so do you um the tiktok <laughs> that said i said watch all the way through so a girl Oh yeah yeah yeah. did you Very see sweet. yeah so i want i want to give her a shout out hold on who i commented it? i think her name is laura
1: I was like, oh, was it the TikTok about the baby names that would be really cute if they weren't horrible things? Like Felony. How yeah, no, cute is that for my daughter? Gorgeous. I'm fel- I know. Gorgeous. Felony and Cloud. Mm-hmm. Are we kidding? Cloud with a Z though. No, it's just singular. Cloud. Oh,
0: okay. I'm not I'm not going to name her Clouds. That's what? crazy. <laughs> that was the name that I came up with and you said that
1: you liked it and I said Clouds with a Z. Oh, uh, I thought you said cloud, singular. No. Run back the tapes. Run back the tapes. Honestly, I will. <laughs> what do you think I'll mm-hmm. name her? She'll be a cutie for sure. It'll be like clouds. Clouds Vial. I like low-key love a weird name for a baby. I'm like, wow, I know, that's you've beautiful. you've said that. <laughs> clouds. I'm going to write that one down in my notebook <laughs> for future children. With a Z, though, obviously. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I wanted to give a quick shout
0: out to Laura Emily on TikTok. She yes. made like such a sweet day in the life um, TikTok. And it's like, you know, she's like getting dressed. She's going, doing what she's going to do. She's telling us what she's going to do with her day. And then all of a sudden she said that when she's feeling stressed, she likes to put on her comfort podcast. And it she scans her phone in her car. And it's our faces in her car. And she said... I'm listening to an episode that's two years old, but like, I just like to listen even when it's like older content because she likes to listen to us. I love that we can be someone's comfort. That's so cool. So sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you, Laura Emily. And if you guys want to go follow her, it's at Laura underscore E-M underscore again. So like an, mm-hmm. Two underscores. But yeah, I think we can get out of this room. We have a lot more to get into for the rest of this episode, I believe. I know. We have okay. guests Okay, I'm going to take coming. a
1: picture of the candle that's um, now out so, so we don't burn down the room. Could you imagine if we burned down the recap room? Yeah, people are going to start. I could never recap ever. <laughs> we should have just said, guys, we did do the recaps because the recap room burned down. Because of the candle. Ugh. And then we'd be like, we need to do the corn giveaway to get money to rebuild the recap room. Mm. We're not getting paid for the corn. <laughs> <laughs> giveaway Chris is donating the corn himself I know but what if crystals had to build us a new recap room like
0: he builds a barn or something Ooh, it's now all of a sudden he's like a construction worker and not a farmer
1: yeah is, is that not it's a that's adjacent for sure Oh okay Farmer and construction workers, is a definitely adjacent skill set. We could be at the recap barn. Mm-hmm. Sound off in the comments below,
0: guys. Do you want us to go to a recap barn instead of a room? Yeah. Should I burn it down? Should I commit <laughs> arson? Like, who's to say? Arson was another name on that baby name list. Oh, yeah.
1: So <laughs> cute for a boy. Felony for a girl and arson for a boy. Yeah. Arson's very, like, sexy. I know. <laughs> you should name your next kid
0: arson. I'll okay. even let you
1: have the name.
0: Oh, no. I'm going to do Clouds with a Z, clearly, because it's open, because you don't want it. So I will take right. it.
1: But isn't that going to be so awkward if my daughter's name is Cloud and <laughs> your kid's name <laughs> is Clouds? No, because my kid will be cooler because it has a Z in its name. They're going to get so made fun of if they went to the same birthday party or something. All right. Well, I'm, let's I'm really th- loving these names. Sorry. I, I need to stop talking about them. But Well, I enjoy them, too. I'll post the TikTok in the Facebook group so you guys can see. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah, we have Kenny and Mari waiting for us, so we mm-hmm. should probably go into that room. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. interview room. Okay. All right. See you later. This episode is sponsored by Jovi. Guys, I've been dealing with the worst period cramps ever since I started getting my period. Literally in middle school, I would be picked up every single month because my period would be so bad I could not sit in class. And if I knew about Jovi back then, my life would have been a lot easier. Jovi is a reusable, flexible patch that helps reduce the impact of pain from just about anywhere you're feeling it during every phase of your menstrual cycle. You can purchase Jovi once and get an entire year of relief. Again, middle school me is dying. I wish I had this back then.
1: Yeah, and guys, also it's a 100% drug-free patch, so that's great as well. Um, Jovi has helped tens of thousands of women thrive every day of their cycles, and so if you want to become one of them, you guys can go to meetjovi.com slash she's all batch and use code she's all batch for 40% off your order. That's right, literally 40%. That's a lot of money. So once again, guys, that's meetjovi, M-E-E-T-J-O-V-I.com backslash she's all batch for 40% off and make sure you use promo code she's all batch so that they know that we sent you. All right, guys,
0: we have Mr. and Mrs. Brash on the podcast. Obviously, Kenny and Mari, (laughs) success story from Bachelor in Paradise. Kenny and Mari, welcome to She's All Batch.
3: Thanks for having us. How are you guys? (laughs)
0: We're so excited. Have we ever interviewed a
1: couple?
3: I don't think think so. I think you guys are the first. Wow.
0: Yeah. Bachelor history being made right now. Um, so congratulations on the wedding! You guys have had such an exciting year. Um, how has your relationship changed since becoming
3: newlyweds? Thank you. Um, well, it, it hasn't really. Yeah. Okay.
4: <laughs> we were together. I mean, we, we were what living together for over a year, I think, before we got married. Yeah. I And mean, we were together mm-hmm. two years yeah. before we got married. So right. Almost nothing really.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think like that's the best answer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, feel like I did have that expectation. Like it, everyone, I feel like makes it out to be like, oh, it's so different when you're married, and like it's a whole new world. But it really kind of has been the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then, what was your favorite part of the wedding? Then, uh, for me, it was well, which one? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Let's
0: get. We're into gonna get that. into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have so many questions about your televised wedding versus your wedding that you had off of TV. Um, can you tell us how ABC approached you for a televised wedding?
3: Yeah, so we actually had been talking about it for quite some time. There was a possibility of us doing that um, for season eight of Bachelor in Paradise, so the season right after ours. Uh, it didn't work out that year because I was competing in a pageant, so the dates just like, of course, had to be around the same time. Um mm-hmm. But we were kind of always like floating around the idea, I guess. For us, it was a matter of like, oh, it'd be cool to do. Like, this is where we met and it's a special place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of always in the back of our minds. And then last season, they were like, oh, yeah, I think we can make it happen this year. So um, they were like, yeah, is, is now good timing. Are you not competing in a pageant anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it ended up working out. Yeah, And they used That's your true. wedding to tease all season. They're like, someone's <laughs> getting married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exciting. I don't think anyone has ever actually like just gotten married instead of engaged, right?
4: I don't think so. Yeah, not
3: that I know of. So I feel like it was a good tease, but you know. You like really got married on the beach? Yeah, like on proposal day instead of like, oh, oh I am well, not on proposal you're day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you're like
0: the success story out of that season because that season had no success stories. <laughs> Well, the, the re- season that just
3: aired, the one right, everyone right, broke right. up by the time the finale was airing. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad. I feel like it's it's lost its charm. Paradise used to be on top, I feel like, with like the most success couples and our season, especially, like had so many that are and that are still together and married and have babies. Um and the last two seasons after that, I feel like kind of went downhill.
4: Our season had all the old guys on it. That's why
3: <laughs> maybe the guys that are ready like, to
1: commit, yeah. Well, you guys, like, you had your wedding on Paradise that we saw on TV, and then I think I read somewhere that you guys then had another wedding a few months after. How was that decision made? Did you always know you were going to do a second one that was more private, or was that kind of, like, spontaneous after you guys already initially got married?
3: Yeah, so I I would say it's actually kind of the opposite. We With Paradise and with The Bachelor world, like, nothing is ever official Mm -hmm. until it's actually happening. Like even the first night when you're in the limos, they could cut you and tell you you're not coming out the limo until you walk out and are filmed. You just never know. So we had floated the idea of the paradise wedding, but we never knew for sure it was happening until like two weeks before. So we were already planning the Puerto Rico wedding as if you know, Paradise wasn't going to happen because we didn't know for sure. Um, So we had been planning that for probably like a year before it happened. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was like the official one for us because that's when our families could be there with us. And I think that was what made it, you know, the more important one kind of. Was there anyone from Bachelor Nation at the second wedding? No.
4: Not at Puerto Rico. Wait, so Blake
3: wasn't your best man?
4: He was. He was. So timeline wise, (laughs) we got married in Paradise first. Yeah. And we we did legalize that. So we you know, we did get married on paradise. It wasn't like fake or anything. (laughs) And then Puerto Rico was always in in place for our family because it was just a small, uh, you know, we had like 70 people or Mm -hmm. something like it It was her family, my family, no bachelor people. It was just our best friends, uh, small bridal party. You know, that was always going to happen because it was too difficult to bring our family to paradise, uh, you know, to do it on the beach, which it was talked about, but it just wasn't going to happen logistically. So, um, but yeah, Blake, Blake is my uh, paradise best man, but wasn't my best man at the other one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Did ABC encourage that to happen though? Because that was a big storyline, that episode that he was eliminated and then he comes down the aisle
4: I'll tell you what we, I, we we didn't know anything was going on so we we showed up that morning and uh, one of the EPs is like hey you got to call Blake I didn't know if Blake was there or not there and so he's like hey Blake left you know yesterday and I was like mother
0: because <laughs> yeah.
4: I told Blake that we might before the season I'm like hey we might we might get we might end up being married on the show like so you better be there when I get there. You know, I told him that before they even filmed it. Okay. And so we like got him so that he was still he had just left like that night before uh in filming time. And so we got him on the phone. Remember we were on the phone with him yeah. on the speaker phone with the producer and I'm like, you gotta come back. You gotta come back and be the best man. So we basically and he didn't he was he didn't, he want, didn't to. want to he didn't oh, want yeah. to come back but
1: <laughs> wait we, why?
4: Yeah. Well, because he was, and again, I don't know what was going on. You got, yeah. I, I had no idea what drama he was involved with. I didn't know who he was talking to. I, I knew nothing at that point. I just said, "You got to come back for the wedding." I don't, I don't know what's going on otherwise. But
0: and where was he when you called him? Like, was he still in his hotel? Yep. Yeah, because it was. It
4: wasn't even twenty four hours after he left. Like yep. he wouldn't even have been even. Able to get on a flight at that point. It was that.
3: He's like, I'm in air conditioning. I'm eating like room service. I
4: don't want to go back to paradise.
3: No, he's very much the type of person that he's like, once he's decided something like that's it. And I think that was the case. He was like, oh man, like I'm already gone. Like, I don't want to go back and deal with that. Um, But he convinced him.
4: (laughs) Yeah, he came back for it.
3: Okay, so you wanted Blake as
0: your best man. It wasn't something that was pushed onto you. I think viewers assumed that like Blake came back because it was so much of a storyline.
4: It was not not planned at all. I obviously okay. it all came together perfectly. I don't know if that's just magic of the producers like foreshadowing that that would happen. I have no idea, <laughs> but it it wasn't planned. like I literally literally showed up at the beach that morning not knowing what was going on i had like i said i had already talked to blake about making sure you're there for this right before they even started filming so somehow it all like worked out into like what was going on <laughs> magically. That's,
0: that's so funny. Well, what a crazy
3: coincidence that all happened. <laughs> funny how that works out. Who was your maid of honor, Mari? I don't even remember who <laughs> was sitting there with you. Wells. Wells was my maid of honor. Oh, <laughs>
1: beautiful. Of course. Really? And,
3: yeah. And everyone's asked, everyone was asking afterwards, like, well, why didn't you have a maid of honor? Like, why didn't you choose one of the girls or have somebody come in? And I was mm-hmm. like, it wasn't planned. Like we didn't know that Blake was going to come back we had to kind of make the best man excuse for it to make sense and so yeah of just okay back in there so it was like all very spur of the moment okay he's going to be the best man okay well now i need a maid of honor and you know Mel hey, yeah. like, wells you're oh, here
4: but like <laughs> yeah. the, the difference like i've I w- i've been friends with blake since back our yeah. season uh, the mm. clarification season yeah uh, female wise, Blake was the only person we knew on the cast uh, ahead of time. Before, yeah. So it was like Blake and Wells, you know, were the only people we know at the mm-hmm. beach at that time. So had there been a female maybe from that she knew or something, it could have worked sure. out. Sure. Totally.
1: That, That's so funny. Yeah.
0: So what yeah. comes with the day? You had, you had such a beautiful wedding. Mari, you looked so stunning. Kenny, you looked so handsome. Do they provide like hair and makeup, the dress, the suits, like what comes with the day when they were pitching you a televised wedding?
3: So, um, initially they had asked us if they wanted, uh, if we wanted carry their stylist, uh, to put together some options for us, or if we wanted to just go ahead and find our own wardrobe. So that's what we did. We chose our own wardrobe and brought it with us. Um, okay. they did have hair and makeup for us there. So, well, they had makeup, they did my makeup. I did my own hair, actually. Um, and what did you? You brought your own suit too.
4: I did yeah. everything myself. Obviously. <laughs> Do they
3: offer to cover it though? Like that's that's a lot. They did. They did. Yeah. They yeah. said they could either have uh, their stylist kind of provide a few options for us, or um, we could bring our own. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like, you know, what they have. So I'd right. rather pick my own wedding dress.
1: <laughs> and was this wedding dress different from the wedding dress you wore in Puerto Rico? with your family.
3: Yes, it was. So two yeah. wedding
1: dresses.
3: Okay, two wedding dresses, and I'm, I actually have a couple more. <laughs> more? Did you Did wear them? more weddings? <laughs> <laughs> so we're having a third, um, like reception. Oh my god! For all of our friends, um, because nice. with destination weddings, it's harder for people to get to. So not a lot of our friends uh, were able to come. We didn't have any Bachelor Nation friends either. So in March, actually, in a couple months, uh, we're having something here in Chicago, and that will be Bachelor Nation. All of our other friends, uh, local people. So, yeah, more wedding cool. dresses. Oh, my
0: gosh. Uh, so well, fun. you look so good in them, so keep wearing them. Yeah, thank you. Um, Kenny, can you talk us through the engagement ring selection process? Did you meet with Neil Lane? Do they really only give you <laughs> three options? Like, what's the deal there?
4: So uh, you're talking about when we got engaged? Process? Yes, yes. So I was, it was mm-hmm. basically me... From what I remember, it was, like, me, Joe, and Riley were obviously the three, and uh, we were just sitting by the pool, and one of the producers uh, came by and were like, hey, here's the ring. And I'm like, all right.
1: <laughs> you didn't get to get pick from any choices, because normally they make it seem like there's, like, three, and you, like, look at all of them.
4: They, I think they, they kind of so- let the girls pick what they wanted what like. and just gave it to us. So. Yeah.
3: So they <laughs> sat down with us and obviously we don't have like our phones, but they asked, um, you know, well, if you were to get engaged, like what style do you like? And I remember one of the producers like gave me your phone to go on Pinterest. And I was like looking up and I was like, I like this shape and this blah, 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 blah. So I said, like, I said, I wanted an oval ring um, and which is what I got. And yeah. Okay. So I guess they, from there chose like what they had available and then just, Gave it to them. <laughs> wait, but
0: you're saying that you're sitting at the pool. Literally, are you at the pool holding a ring box? Yeah. <laughs> what, I, would you go to your room and put it in, like, your duffel bag? Like, how does – you're holding, no, they, like, a very they, expensive
4: – They showed it to us, and then they kept it till
0: – Oh, right. Yeah. Okay.
4: Because – I'm thinking pool, you're, like – And they had us, like – it wasn't, like, the three of us sitting there. Like, we were all separated because no one – they still don't want anybody to know, like, who's – what decisions have been made yet. So, like – It's not like I was sitting next to Joe and Riley, like we're, but we're just all in the same sort of vicinity and, uh, yeah, they just kind of like, kind of showed it to us and, or me. And then somebody gave it to me the next day. Once you decide what you're going to do.
1: Got it. How does it work then with the wedding? So like, obviously you got engaged in paradise. So you get the engagement ring. Does Neil, since you got married in paradise, does Neil Lane come back with like the matching wedding band?
3: Yeah. Or is that something you guys had to supply yourselves? No, we, well, I asked, I said, Hey, do you think Neil Lane would Mm -hmm. give us the rings? Um, And they were like, well, hold on that. Let's ask, find out what we can do. And this, again, we had like two weeks notice. So they're like scrambling to like put things together and everything. And then a couple of days later they were like, Neil Lane said, yes, like they'll do your rings for you. So um, I actually had to send them my ring. I had to overnight my engagement ring because I told them that I wanted, uh, you can see it like curves. Oh Yeah. And I told them that that's what I wanted. So, I had to send them my engagement ring overnighted. I was so worried about it. Um and then they custom made this to fit like right against it. So
1: Oh wow. It. It's very
3: pretty. <laughs> Beautiful. So there's a lot of perks
1: to getting married on the show.
0: Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of stress though because I mean, 2 weeks for a bride to get married on TV and like that's the first time you guys got married even though the second one's like the more significant one, you're walking down the aisle for the first time yeah. on TV. I mean, and you have two weeks to prepare. That must be nerve wracking.
3: Oh, absolutely. I'm like, okay, what dress do I wear? I need to go like find a place that has something available that's ready to go. Um, and it, yeah, it was a little bit of a, a stressful moment, but we pulled it off. You know, I was Wait. like oh, that, buy something old, blue, borrowed new, <laughs> like I had to get all that stuff together. So yeah, I was scrambling for sure, but Reminding me about fittings,
0: though, like how bride dress bridal dresses get fitting. Did you get to have a fitting, or you had to get one made
1: for you?
3: So I, so I actually went to Grace Loves Lace here in Chicago, and I tried on their sample, um, and they were like, "Well, this size fits you. If you want, we can get this cleaned up, um, any little fixes that it needs, and then you can just borrow our sample." And I was like, okay, sure. If that's what I got to do, like, just give it to me. And then like a three day wait later, they were like, okay, it's ready. Come get it. So it worked out, thankfully. Nice. (laughs) Um, I want (laughs) to ask you guys
1: a little bit about, um, like other things in paradise. Cause I was actually just listening to the podcast that Kylie did with Nick Vial and they were like asking her about like, oh, do people go to the boom, boom room on your season? And she said on this past season, literally nobody went. Um, and obviously like, that's not the case. And like, paradise history i'm just curious like how does it work like do you guys like are there certain rules of like who can go and who can't go do you have to like clear it with a producer beforehand i feel like that's like a mystery that people
3: don't really like know about as viewers oh yeah for sure well firstly i was told that people did use it this season
4: mm. oh okay interesting uh, okay. i thought this somebody maybe early on or I don't know. Yeah, it was a room. It
3: wasn't shown.
4: Somebody that I I don't know. I don't know or what. Yeah, we don't know. Like the first day or something, or somebody tried, or maybe they tried to go. I don't know. It
3: was like a down low thing, supposedly. We
4: were in there, but they didn't show it after the wedding.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, nice. Oh yeah, is that like your honeymoon suite? (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Is it? Oh my gosh. Oh, so there are actually three boom boom rooms. Two of them. Oh, I always thought there was only one. Yeah, there are three. Um, two of them have air conditioning. One of them is like. Open style, so it's literally just a big open out to the ocean air okay. thing. Um, nobody likes that one because it's hot as hell and sticky. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are tons of mosquitoes, but anyway, uh, if you want to go to the boomer room, you do have to let your producers know. Um, and then they have to make sure nobody has already claimed three of them or whichever one you okay. want. Um,
4: they still have to kind of okay, you can't just say, Hey, we're gonna go like, right. They have to sit like, basically I'll say it's okay to do it.
3: Right. Um, and then once that part is figured out, you actually have to consent on camera, um, with your producer by yourself. So like they separate you and then each of you have to go through this like questionnaire. Oh, wow. I like like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it helps prevent a lot of potential issues. Um, mm-hmm. They say something like, do you understand that, you know, you have the option to leave at any time and sleep in, you know, the regular bunk, whatever. Um, and then once you have both consented on camera, you're allowed to, you know, shower, grab your things, do whatever you need, and then go in there.
1: <laughs> Is every single room filmed the whole yes. time? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there are cameras in each of them. Is there like an expectation <sighs> though, that like, they're going to like delete that f- footage like that's so awkward i feel like knowing you're being filmed the whole time
4: there's probably a, there's probably a library of all that footage
3: yeah like what <laughs> i don't know but it is weird when you think about it and it's like and they're watching it in real time cuz they also have to make sure you know like things are you know okay mm-hmm. um, but i remember after the engagement happened i was like hanging out in one of the boom boom rooms just like i don't know holding for something i don't remember what for Um, But I remember like looking at the camera and then it started moving. And I'm like looking at it and like watching it. And he's like following me with the camera. And I'm like, oh my God, he's literally watching me in real time. So that's when I was like, he's probably watching in real time when other things happen too. Oh
1: my God. We've
3: we've seen people throw like t-shirts over the camera. Are you...
0: able to do that or is it frowned upon I mean
4: no one ever I never heard yeah. anybody say anything there's there's a there's multiple in there though there's a few other there's more than just one I think
3: There's also a boom mic like right on top right. of it <laughs>
4: I don't,
0: I don't. Oh, what? Wait, this is stressing yeah. me out so much. Like I that that's
1: really You'll um, have
4: to find the the camera operator and do like a,
1: a tell all. You yeah. <laughs> know, yeah, we need him on the podcast. I have some questions. Seriously. Um, oh my gosh.
3: They don't yeah, they don't ever that I recall say like don't cover the cameras. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if they would like come interrupt you if you did. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I suppose it's an option. You're kind of inviting um I don't know, more drama by doing that because they're they're probably going to be like, oh, well, you covered the camera. Now we're going to turn up the mic 10X. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, I don't know if they do that, but. I just remember as people in the past would
0: throw a shirt and then like the shirt falls off in the middle of the night, but they show the shirt falling off and then you yep.
3: see like the covers and I'm like, oh my God. The shirt actually made it worse. It's a perfect (laughs) cinematic moment. I remember seeing stuff like that too. When you guys are on the beach, are people weirded out
1: by the situation or not wanting to go into the room for that reason? Or is it just one of those things that like, it comes with the territory, everyone signed up to be on a show and everyone's just kind of like, well, it is what it is.
3: I think a little of both. I think for us, it's like, whatever It's part of it, it's fine. Um, It's air conditioning. Yes. And a lot of people do go in there like just to have AC, like not every time you go in there is just to like, you know, yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, But I, I think our season, um, they had a scene of Marissa and Riley in there where they showed or not showed, but like you could hear sounds, um, quite loudly and clearly. And it went on for several seconds and it was almost as a viewer, I was like, why are they? letting us hear this like it was very explicit sounds hmm. and I feel like that turned a lot of people away because I know after our season um it has been used very very infrequently and I think that was like okay if they're gonna show all that for people to hear my parents or whoever to hear that like yeah. I don't want in there so I think it did yeah people a little bit more conscious about it
0: this past season, there was a lot of talk about it because on the season, I mean, even if stuff happened that didn't air, we didn't get to see it. So Mm -hmm. to us, this was a room that people used to use and now no one's using it. People were like, did the room close? Like, did they Uh remake that room? And now it's like a producer room or something like no one knew. So it's good to have this insight still there (laughs) going strong. I want to go back to, um, Mari, did you watch Kenny when he was, because Clarentation season aired first before you ever were on the show. Did you watch Clarentation season and see Kenny? (laughs)
3: Um, I did. I I don't think I've ever publicly talked about it. So I was filming Matt James's season while his season was airing. And actually the night of his premiere, I was on a group date. And it, I think it was our first group date. It was the filming of the wedding dress one where we're all, like, running through the woods like crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were getting ready for the night portion of that group date. It was me, uh, Bree, and our producer, Eric, in the hotel room. And I knew it was premiering that night. And I asked, because obviously we're not supposed to, like, have access to TV or Internet or our phones or whatever. But I asked and I was like, hey, since it's premiering tonight, can we turn it on? Like, it's it's related. It's part of the franchise. Like, is it okay? And he's like, okay, fine. Just don't tell anyone. So we actually watched the premiere um, for a few minutes and I, I watched him come out of the limo. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, so right away I was, I was, I was interested. <laughs> oh, that was going to be my next question. Like,
1: yeah. Were you interested immediately or was it not until Absolutely. you got to know each other? Okay.
3: Yeah, I mean, physically, I was interested. Sure. I mean, he did the dog thing, and, like, I, I had a dog. I love dogs. So I was like, that's cute. That's thoughtful, you know? So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, in case things don't work out with Matt, <laughs> I'll end up meeting this guy. And I did. <laughs>
4: we we actually found out, because <clears throat> we filmed our mental all while at Nima Cohen. Which is ne- where
3: my season with Matt James was filmed.
4: So while they were there, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, because I, it was COVID, so we had to, like, Quarantine for like 10 days and I was in the hotel we found out that I actually quarantined in the same hotel room that you were in that
3: I was in before filming <laughs> that
4: she quarantined like oh one of our, our producer Bradford figured yeah. that out yeah it's like just weird just one of I know like things. meant I don't know meant to
3: be it was like
0: yeah <laughs> so meant to be did you watch um Matt season and watch Mari
4: Kenny yeah oh yeah I know who she was. <laughs> so you guys
0: went into Paradise. I know that you have to give names to the producers of who you're interested in. Were each of you
3: at like top of the list? Yeah, It'd be weird if you said no now, but. <laughs> yeah, we could be honest. No, he was though. Um, yeah. yeah, it was definitely focused on him.
4: Yeah, we. I think we both said each other.
3: Speaking of arriving at Paradise
0: though, um, Kenny, mm-hmm. what's going on with the black box? You weren't really naked. So what so were you cool. wearing?
4: It was uh well initially I was going to be and last second we put a speedo on uh for that part for obviously whose
1: idea was that?
4: <laughs> I don't know. I think it was one of the one of the producers, but they know like cuz like coming off Claire's season we did a lot of like naked stuff and <laughs> it was just
0: naked stuff.
4: Something I was like doing on the show it was like my thing apparently so they just they were gonna go with that and uh so we switched it to the to the speedo but um we did do the when I did the date with Tia we were I was naked (laughs) on that one for sure legitimately and so were the the other two people we were playing volleyball were like nudists and they were like when we walked up to the date like they were like playing volleyball naked like <laughs> that was legit naked <laughs> oh
0: my god how was that uh having a camera crew around you lighting?
4: well i mean it was a small uh I, I, that s- scenario was different because there was only a few people versus day one mm-hmm. was like a million people around mm-hmm. it was like a secluded part of the beach like there was nobody around it was just you know a few people i didn't care I and mean, that
1: you know, was with tia So was tia was- naked
4: she was not, uh, she was topless, but not bottomless. Got it. Let's
0: move on from that.
4: Sorry, Mari.
0: That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. And they and you knew that they were giving you a black box when you walked down the stairs, though, even though you were wearing a Speedo? Or did you think they were just going to show the Speedo?
4: Yeah, I, I, I didn't know how. Oh, Sorry, I stepped on the dog. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> right.
4: I never, no, I didn't know how they were going to do that. We never know really how anything's. Like yeah. that's gonna be till you actually watch it. So I, mm-hmm. I actually assumed they were just gonna show the the speedo uh, until we watched the show. But
0: okay, a lot of speculation online as to what you were really wearing. Had to ask that question. <laughs> well, and people were
1: like, "Oh wow!" Like his mic pack is clearly like they you want us to oh, believe yeah. that his mic is tucked into like what? Like his butt, crack. His butt like teeth. Clearly, <laughs> there's something there because they could see the string coming up for the mic. So dumb. I'm curious since you guys are like one of the few, sadly, like actual franchise success stories, what advice would you give to people going down to Paradise, actually looking to find someone?
3: I think you have to be genuine about it. And I I know that that seems harder and harder to find nowadays because it hasn't been working out. Um, But I think you have to actually want it. Like, why else would you go? I mean, I guess, why else? Because you get paid for it and you're going to be on TV again. But... But if you are truly looking for success, like you have to want it, you know, you can't just go and like, oh, this is just for fun. I'm just here to like drink all day, hang by a pool because that's cool and that's fun. But like it's cooler and funner when you're actually doing it with someone like getting to know them and then have the potential to actually be something outside of there. I think
4: I think it's a lot of exactly what she said a lot lately. It seems like people are coming down with the pre notion of like there's no way I'm getting engaged no matter what like so I feel like no one's actually they might get in get close but like when it really comes down to it I don't think most of the time everyone's keeping that door open I think they're just playing it safe for the most part a lot of the time because I mean it's it's obviously a big deal to do (laughs) to go through with it all but I think it plays better on the show with people 100% open to letting it happen Sort of like our situation, Joe and Serena, even Thomas and Becca, you know, just actually, you know, going down and being like, hey, if this, if I'll let this happen, if it's going to happen, I think a lot of people are like, just hold back now and don't Mm want to go through the whole process.
0: Right. I could see that. Um, Speaking of Thomas and Becca, that season, so they break up, but then they got back together. They're obviously very committed now and have a child. Um, People always wondered, were they told to either get engaged or leave and that's why they left like did you feel that pressure to get engaged
3: how does that work
4: um i didn't i didn't i wasn't pressured maybe you were i don't know <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah they no <laughs> no they didn't yeah. pressure me at all no i i was definitely um open to it and i i wanted right. it been so no pressure i think for them though i think becca really did just have like a freak out moment because she had been engaged on tv twice already and i think it just gets to your head. It's like, Oh my gosh, it didn't work out twice before. So why would it work out this time? You know? Right. Um, So I don't think there was any pressure. I think it was genuine. Like, Oh my gosh, I, am I going to do this again? You know?
0: Right. That's a good point. I didn't even think that it was twice. I was just thinking of
1: the Uh, one, but that's,
0: (laughs) you don't want to do it three times and have it. exactly. Yeah. I totally get it. More recently, Kenny, you were just photographed at Zach's birthday party well Mari was there too oh and Mari you were there I saw the photograph of you and and Zach but you guys were both there obviously this birthday party is getting a lot of attention due to um Caitlin being there with Zach is there anything that you can tell us about this possible couple
4: I I don't I mean I'm friends with Zach way back we don't I don't I don't call Zach and be like hey what's going on with all this stuff I mean we talk about music and when we're gonna get together and, and we go to concerts together once in a while and he, Zach and Blake are probably two of the guys and Ed from my season that I keep in touch with a lot. I, I probably see Zach the most, uh, but I mean I don't I, I don't get involved and try to ask him <laughs> what's he's got. There, it seems like there's enough to deal with for for them. Uh, I don't want to add to it by asking a bunch of questions and
0: <laughs> sure. Um, if, he, if,
4: he, if he wants to talk about it, he, you know, he'll, he'll bring it up and we can talk, but I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs>
0: that was a really good answer though. Kim, <laughs> good <job. laughs> we have I know what you're doing there, do. but I have to try. Cause then we'll get <laughs> asked, why didn't you ask? So <laughs> yeah, uh, totally get what you're doing there. Can you share with us what's next for you guys? You guys have accomplished so much now as a couple. What's, what's next now that you're married?
3: Hmm, what's next? Um, well, we've got one more celebration to go in a couple months. Um, after okay. that, I think we're we are gonna stay like in downtown Chicago probably for another year. Um, our lease is up soon and we'll probably renew for one more. After that, I think we might start looking for a house. Oh ah, cool. <laughs> maybe in the
1: Chicago area or a different. Spot,
3: yeah, we're, we're gonna stay here. I think. Um, his family is all here, uh, and his jobs are tied mm-hmm. up here, so it would be a little more difficult for him to go anywhere else. Um, although there is a possibility that we've discussed of buying a house in Puerto Rico, also, and nice. we can like split the year or something like that. So the chicago
1: winters like i've literally only been to chicago once and i'm like never again it's too cold
3: no last week it was below zero for like a whole week straight and i was like i can't do this
1: (laughs) yeah that's unlivable like and i think it's bad here in new york i'm like this is unlivable but that
4: is actually (laughs) it was cold though in new york we were this past it has been cold it was freezing it was like
0: at zach's party (laughs) at (laughs) zach's party
4: I only oh my went, gosh. it was an 80s party. That's the only reason I went.
0: Well, yeah, oh. hey, yeah. Wait, so <laughs> you're still doing the um managing of boy bands, right?
4: Yes. Yeah. yeah what yeah.
0: Bo- what bands is it? Or is it just one or do you do it's multiple? One,
4: it's a it's it's a it's a tri- a boy band tribute band. So like it's a cover band, but it's so it's oh, basically cool. a, they do in sync backstreet boys, you nice. can the block, one direction, Jonas Brothers, and you know they there's a full band and then there's like three singers that are up front and they kind of mimic boy band. They do some of the dances and all that. So oh, cool. It's, it's, it's like a, you know, it's a tribute show. Uh, it's, they're not like recording original music or anything. Right. It's, it's just like one of those uh, shows. And
0: like they're touring. Can you, is there a place to get information on where you could see one of their shows? Uh,
4: their Instagrams, it's just at the boy band night, Chicago.
0: Okay. okay. Yeah,
4: cool. All their stuff's on there. We, we usually... So Zach has his gala uh, for the release foundation, and we played. We had, we brought the band out to New York, and they played that gala last year. And uh, we're gonna bring the bring the band back out again this year for for their gala in May. Nice, yeah,
3: oh, awesome. I wanna go! I want to see them. I, I know. Them. I'm like, yeah, That's it'll be awesome. back. Your boys yeah. and then It's <laughs> for charity. Yeah, yeah. It's like,
4: do, yeah May May seventh, I think something like that. That Tuesday.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll be we're there.
1: there.
4: Sure. <laughs> They're good. They're very good. That's no, it's a, it's oh, a
3: good. Event. I-
0: That's so cool. Well, thank you guys so much for your time today. Can you share where everyone can
3: keep up with you or anything that you would like to plug to our listeners? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Mari underscore Pepin.
4: I am at Kenny Brash 10.
1: (laughs) Thank Thank you, you guys. So nice meeting you.
4: you. Bye. (laughs)
0: Bye. Okay, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Wasn't Kenny and Mari great? Love them. So good. I love them so much. They were so sweet. And so nice. If you liked the interview, if you liked what you heard from us, be sure to go and rate us five-star on Apple Podcasts. Go rate us five-star on Spotify and leave a nice review if you like what you hear. Also, make sure to subscribe so whenever we drop an episode, it comes straight to your phone because I don't know if you've heard, yes. but we are also dropping episodes on Fridays and you would miss it if you weren't subscribed.
1: hundred percent. So go check out those episodes as well, guys. We've been having so much fun doing the sound off episodes for you guys and we've gotten a lot of great feedback. Also, don't forget to sound off when me and Stephanie post our little question boxes on our Instagrams because we really want to hear from you guys. We want to talk about things that you want to talk about. So do that. Go check out our Facebook group and you can leave some nice comments there that's also another way to reach us go check out merch it's fucking freezing outside <laughs> and i need more sweatshirts in my life because i literally haven't seen the sun in like two weeks oh my god point. it's insane it literally rains I know.
0: every single day in new york
1: i know i know
0: but you could cozy up with a fots sweatshirt and be
1: toasty warm right but that's why like i need a fots sweatshirt for literally every single day of the week because i don't get a fucking break. Follow us, follow Stephanie at She's All Batch, follow me at Jackie Maroney underscore. Yeah, and just a reminder, you can get ad-free versions of this episode in advance
0: on Tuesday by subscribing to our Patreon. Also, go check out our Where Are They Now? villains on Patreon. It's a really fun time where we kind of dig up where are the villains now? Some iconic villains that have not seen the light of day in quite some time. We dig up where they are now. Is that it, Jackie? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches.